2: That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
3: These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. You know, we have plenty of opportunities
1: in the second half. You know, we got, uh, you know, we score a touchdown with Phelan and we get called on a, you know, some kind of call. It stops a touchdown,
0: then we get... Uh, two turnovers and uh, we sack him on fourth down and you know we I don't, I don't know if did we get any points out of those three three points yeah we got we got to find a way to do better than that
3: <laughs> uh, i love that you know that's the mindset that he was in when greg joseph makes the 54 yard field goal like that mindset right there and that sort of sullen demeanor is how mike zimmer was feeling as the game winning field goal goes through the uprights, and all of a sudden, in his face...
2: You like that?
3: You like
0: that? you got Kirk punching him in the chest, grabbing him like,
3: yes, yes! And Mike's like, what are we doing? What's happening? You're
0: assaulting me, Kirk. You like that? You like this huge victory against the Lions?
3: Oh, my God. Have you ever seen more... Like, I I watch Dateline, I watch 2020, like, Murder Mysteries, Judd watches Law & Order. Have you seen more detective work than the work done by Vikings fans on the internet watching that video clip over and over from different angles, trying to figure out, are they fighting? Well,
0: it was but it, Kirk uh, yeah. just
3: more excited. What Cause it was happening?
0: so weird that it's almost like it had to be done. Right. Cause you looked at, it, I mean, it does, <laughs> there's no other way to explain it, but it's incredibly awkward. And it certainly doesn't look like two guys who, who are as happy as Kirk was. And so no, no. I get why the investigation was done, But you know, at the end of the day, were they about to come to blows? No, absolutely not. At the end of the day, though, a
3: minute. I think Mike Zimmer went fight or flight for like a half second. He's like, "Oh my god, is is Kirk attacking me? What is
4: happening right now?"
0: Okay, I'm going to give you something. We should
4: reenact it, Chad.
0: But but I'm going to give you. (laughs) I'm going to throw you guys a bone here and sort sort of um, go after myself a bit because next month I'm 52, so I'm getting older. I feel like when you do that, when when you grab a person who's older and do that, it's not oh. the same as when you grab uh, a teammate. <laughs> but because look, You're saying ca-
3: like cardiac arrest no, is on no, the no, table? No, is no, no, no. I'm saying Mike's
0: reaction to me is very much a person <laughs> above 50, the reaction. Like if you were. So if I grabbed you. Yes. And, and <laughs> if you punch touch me, me. And Mike puts his. But Kirk puts his fist in the middle of Mike's chest. And Mike is clearly shocked. Like, Mike is all in on, are we winning? Did we (laughs) win? Did we win? And Kirk goes like, boom. I feel like if you're 50 or above, a lot of times, it's not like you're a cornerback, right? Where you're like, Yeah. yeah, dude, we won. I'm 23. You're 30. Let's go drink. I'm just saying. That's
3: exactly what he said, actually, if you read his
0: lips. I'm just saying. I'm 33. I'm 33. I'm getting older myself. I'm just saying. I feel like when you're above 50, being grabbed and sort of accosted like that and not expecting it does result in the reaction that Kirk got. I think
3: Declan and I just had, kind of have to take your word for it. You know, mm-hmm. I think.
4: so. All right. So I'm going to go in at, between shows. Yeah, but you got to do it. You got to surprise me. But if I but if I if, if I punch you in the chest, I don't think much would happen. If you punch me in the chest, well, I no, would be sent.
0: But I'm saying. But it's not that away. you would. It's not that you would even necessarily hurt me that much. It's that right. I would be surprised. And I feel like the older you get, the less that you want a sudden surprise yeah. like that.
3: Okay. Also, to, to add to this, because I've probably watched this clip about 100 times. Just, <laughs> there's the Fox angle because it's it's. It's at first you're like, "Wait, are they fighting?" And then you and then you quickly realize, "No, no, no, they're not fighting." There was a couple guys, like security guys. One guy was smiling and got what was happening. The, yeah. the guy behind Zimmer at and, first was like, "Do I need to hold Mike back?" And I are can they, tell you, right now?
0: I can t- tell you, in talking to some people post game, the Vikings were like, "That was the problem." When the guy grabbed him, it made it look worse cuz he thought Kirk was a that, Well, I don't know so what the guy thought. behind
3: Zimmer thought Kirk was attacking like But the guy behind
0: the guy the guy who held Mike yeah. back when Mike really didn't probably like need that. to be held You're back like made it look like there was about to be a confrontation yeah. and Mike and, was being restrained. And like Pat P yeah. kind of like I couldn't
4: tell if Pat P was like just putting his arms up to celebrate yeah, with I coach Zimmer or if he was like there is another uh, element to this, this of a, Pat this P. And I want like so in all things covered in his podcast. I want him to also explain what what the hell happened. I, I know he he's going to be asked about it. He'll, I think he, he will. probably will be.
0: But but he'll just say, "Oh man, we were just happy." And right. I was uh, the best part though was so a guy holds Mike Pat P like Deck said. And then have have you seen the guy in the background of I think it was the second Fox shot? I don't yeah, know the guy on the side. Who's yeah, who's got the hat on? Yeah, who's like yeah. looking like. Big oh, smile guy. Oh my! No, no. There, there's a, there's big smile guy, and then there's another guy who's got a hat on, and it looks like an inactive player. But anyway, okay. he's looking like, oh my god, what's going on? Are they about to throw down? Like okay. he has the look Hitler. of, whoa. So
3: my my final my final sort of uh, if if I'm doing the investigative reporting here, I think my final police report on this would be, Kirk and Mike are standing next to each other. And they're both processing the moment very differently, right? Mike leading up to the kick is probably thinking about, oh, my God, am I going to get fired tonight? Like, if he doesn't make this kick, how bad is this for me? And he's running through, like, how did this happen? Oh, my God, I can't believe we're, you know, like the entire drive. He's probably thinking, why, what, what happened? He's processing it that way. Kirk just got off the field having thrown three passes, boom, 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 field goal range. And Kirk's thinking to himself, hell yeah. It's my fourth, fourth quarter comeback with the Vikings. If this thing goes through, we're celebrating, baby. I'm giving my trademark. You like that? Let's sell some T-shirts. And so the kick goes through, and Kirk is like 10 out of 10 ready to rock and celebrate a game-winning drive. and 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 a victory stolen from the jaws of defeat. And Mike is coming from the mindset of, for the last like five minutes of real time, probably thinking, do I need to start, like, Putting my resume out there. Well. Am I gonna get fired tonight? Are they gonna wait till tomorrow? What just happened? And, right? And he wasn't like fully cognizant of what was what was happening. There's the clip. Declan yeah. just played it. And and there Mike finally. But the okay. guy who
0: grabs him is like, oh my god, they're about to throw down.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: so good, the dude. thing too is so
0: is it it also to delve down deeper, it also uh shows us how completely out out of touch kirk can be because like mike's like we're about to barely beat De- detroit and now mike was not a- asked about this because this i think the footage surfaced after his press conference but mike acknowledged during his press conference that he doesn't even watch the field goals because he's like i can't watch this okay so he's like so, probably so meditating. Him and he's not
3: even like totally so,
0: sure that the ball went yes in yet. and mike is probably yeah. like you know hail mary full of grace, and kirk's <sighs> And, and Kirk, but but Kirk being Kirk, and this is where he's so awkward is, I think you like if you, that? you like that. I think Kirk considers a win against the Saints in the playoffs and, and that piece of garbage that we saw on Sunday to probably be the same thing. We won, we won. His his, his reaction is the same. Let, yeah. Let's all be happy. And Mike's like, dear God, did you watch that game, Kirk? So it is. Yeah. It's you're right. It's a great sort of like illustration, not of a fight about to begin, but about how different two people can possibly be. And I got to be, I got to say, I probably side with Zim a bit here because like it was, oh my God, you barely pulled that game out. And the way that you almost blew it was legendary. Like we'd be talking about this for a few years.
3: Well, and actually, you know, good, good, good segue here. Ah. I'll lead you guys off with the first statement here. Statements on a Monday on Mackie and Judd. Let Kirk celebrate. That's my first statement. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine with Kirk celebrating. You know what? Because Kirk de- Kirk deserved a fourth quarter comeback against the Bengals. He deserved a fourth quarter comeback against I guess one of these would have been which one was the overtime game? The Bengals was overtime. Yeah. But the Cardinals so game he, he got him
0: closer than this.
3: Yes. So, like this was bottled up like Kirk Kirk should have like three fourth quarter comebacks this season if not for a fumble that may not have been a fumble and a kick and defense right and so this was like pent up party time just ready to celebrate uh it's been built up for 5 weeks i guess is what i'm saying yeah and as as out of place as that celebration felt after that game where it's like what where is the bar here what are the standards for <laughs> The bars you know, that that the street, felt by like the there's been yeah there's been times where uh, the Gopher football team in the past under Glenn Mason would celebrate a win over an FCS school with a game winning. Like they beat NDSU one time with a game winning field goal or something. It's like, you guys are a power five. Why are we, <laughs> yeah. what are we doing? You know, just uh, I think that was one of those go shake hands. That was a very ugly and business like win at the end. Did what you had to do. It didn't feel good. And Kirk was celebrating like it was, you know, a trip to the Super Bowl. Uh, but and which again did did he really need to celebrate in that moment like that probably not but I'm saying I give him a pass let Kirk
4: celebrate it's actually funny too because our friend Tom Pellicero literally just tweeted 60 seconds ago with this quote of, of the video saying Kirk Cousins doing exactly what Mike Zimmer wants him to do play and celebrate with fire quote you like that that's from Tommy Pellicero there it is there you I go like that! let him celebrate. I Except against the law. Yeah, Except against
3: maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's right, when You, <laughs> you know lost. what?
0: Have some awareness. How about that? My guy. That would be the nice thing. Can Kirk have some awareness? Can Can he have oh, just a little bit? I mean, I, I don't do want to get him done. I just want to give him a guy, give him little bit of awareness.
3: led the Vikings down the field,
0: dart, dart, dart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except a Super Bowl quarterback looks at that game and says, okay, we won. We're lucky. We got a lot of work. Not. Oh my God! I let it. I let a game-winning drive against the Lions. Can you imagine, like Brady? Oh my! Did you see what I did against the Lions?
3: Yeah, I think. I think Brady. You know, having been there, done that on the grandest stage. You know, a half dozen times, more than that. Actually. But I'm saying it's he wiring. Just a little, little fist. It's wiring, and,
0: yeah. my man. It's wiring. Are you wired right? Or are you not? That's the key to me. All right. Statement from me. The- the Detroit Football Lions are God's gift to the NFC North. The Vikings have now won eight consecutive games against Detroit, which, of course, goes, what, to Patricia and now Man Campbell, and, heck, might go back to Jim Caldwell, I'm not sure. And the Vikings are now, get this, in their history, 79-39-2 and all-time against Detroit, which even though Detroit scored, you know, the two-point conversion to go up by a point with 37 seconds left, you knew. That was one game where I did not doubt they're going to move the ball. Like, last week against Cleveland, I said, they are not going to score here. In this case, I said, it's the Lions. I bet they can score. And they did. God's gift to the division and football.
3: Yeah, I mean, what a i I I do feel bad, and I'm sure we'll get into some of the Dan Campbell stuff. But like, God, the Lions, they come crawling back. You know, there were some breaks. They got that fumble recovery. But like when they when Dan Campbell said, we're going for two and they hit the two point conversion. There were a lot of Vikings fans that were rooting for the Lions just saying, all right, just just finish us. Who, just let's just get on with it. Go fire Mike Zimmer. You know, I, this is it's a very conflicting game in that. Once it started to go sideways late in the fourth, a lot of fans and we had a guy call in on Vetline yesterday who was an usher at the game. And he was telling us from the actual game, people were rooting against the Vikings, you know, not because they hate their favorite team, but because one step back to take two steps forward. Um, So, yeah, I mean, what should have happened was a 30 to 7 victory that you roll. Mm -hmm. And then when things started to go the other way, it's like, all right, would it be the end of the world if they just like moved on with the Mike Zimmer era after this? And now it's just weird (laughs) because now they're two and three and they have a chance to get back to 500 going into the bye.
4: Declan, All right. Declan. All right. My first statement. It's who do you want to be? Clint Kubiak. Who the hell do you want to be? Do you you want to be this new offensive coordinator? That's going to, that's going to take this offense to the next level. Or do you want to be conservative? I, I did some digging last night. NFLgssis.com I think that's what it is. NFLGSIS. Uh-huh. It's NFL, a nice yep. statistical website. It's also a, did great site. Uh, some di- diving on the Reddit page last night or yesterday, I should say. The Vikings rushed on second and long on seven occasions. Oops, on those, how are you defining that? Uh, like second eight, nine and yards seven or, or longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So on those each uh, each of those runs resulted in an Alexander Madison rush for four yards. Madison rushed for five yards. Madison loss of two yards. Madison rushed for one yard. Alexander Madison rushed for three yards. A C.J. Ham rush for one yard on second and eight. And then another rush for one yard. Now, the, all these plays also second and long or third and long, too. There was one third and long including it. I'm including it in the seven plays that happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the Vikings offense had eight plays of 15-plus yards yesterday. 7 of them were guess what by passing the football. 2 of them came on the final drive when Kirk yeah. Cousins was cooking and put the team in position to win the game.
0: The only two catches of the game by Adam Thielen. Exactly. That was it.
4: And the problem is the biggest play yesterday of, of in terms of yards gained was a run by Alexander Madison of 48 yards but on first down uh-huh. on first and 10. I don't understand this archaic thinking of running on second and long when you have this offense that's basically ready to go. It's too damn good to be running on second and long to just set up an easy third and manageable. So that's my opening statement. Clint Kubiak, who do you want to be?
3: Uh, So for the season, the Vikings have the second most runs on second down and long. Okay. They've run the ball 26 times on second and eight or longer this season. Wow! The only team that's done it more often is Chicago, and Chicago is trying to protect a rookie quarterback and Andy Dalton basically from getting accosted by and their coach defenses.
0: isn't very good at calling plays.
3: Yeah, but not, I mean, is but the Vikings coach? clearly No, isn't I no right. But, but I'm Mubi saying we're putting, the, we're putting them in the, we're so. putting
0: them in, in sort of the dumpster
3: of play calling. So it's the second most. I mean, so you could say they are the second most conservative team on second and long. And by the way, on those second and especially like the second and 13s or there is a second and 17 in there. When you run the ball in that situation, you're waving the white flag on the drive. You're making it. You're guaranteeing a third and long. It's just such weird. Actually, good segue. It's 2021. And the Vikings. The Vikings office. So 2021. More innovation than we've seen in our lives watching the NFL. And the Vikings offense is so conservative in 2021 that a mid-90s fullback, Moose Johnston, on the broadcast, (laughs) thinks your offense is too conservative. Um, It's just like when you've got Daryl Moose Johnston, who's like punt on fourth and one guy and pound the rock guy, right? This is the way I remember football. Yep. Back in the mid-1990s. Yep. and Even he's like four different times in the second Emmitt half. Emmitt Smith's like, lead blocker? Yes. Like if anybody believes in pounding the rock, it's the moose. And, and you know four different times in the second half, he's like, what are they doing? Just throw it to Jefferson. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. Why are they on yep. the Alex Madison direct snap that got stuffed? He's like, I don't really understand why the Vikings are doing that. Just hand it to him or throw it to Justin Jefferson, you know? So why, why are you running the clock out at the end of the first half with two timeouts and four? Did you see seconds? Mike's comments what about that?
0: It, Mike's comments about that were incredibly telling and, and actually take us behind the curtain, I, I think, of our frustration and, and the disconnect between the fan base, modern football, and Mike himself. So Mike was asked quite a few questions about, rightfully so, the offense. And by the time we got to this question, he starts off by saying, I don't think I should have to explain this to you which is like, yeah, you should. That's the whole point of the press conference. And by the way, you you don't have to, but right. But I mean, you should, that shouldn't be your default. But anyway, when he did explain it, he said, and this is how, this is how, I mean, this confirms the Vikings play scared. He said at the end of the half this year, We've had some screw-ups, haven't we? Guys going out of bounds, guys doing the wrong thing. And he so said... Fear, fear, we, fear, yeah, fear, fear, fear. And he said, what we were going to do was run once and see where that got us, as if oh, you were mad, and sake, then dude. decide what the second down and final play was Jeez. going to be. So this basically confirms everything that we're speculating on.
4: I think, actually, I have the clip that that Judge talked Perfect. about. This is Mike Zimmer, I believe, on that exact topic. with the series halftime was it just a matter of wanting to run the clock
2: out there
0: because you were getting the ball back well i shouldn't have to explain all this to you but the plan was if if you know we've screwed up a couple of plays in the end of the first half this this year right it's because we ran out of bounds we did some things so the plan was to run the ball the first play see how much yards we get and then go from there if we get a first down then we get on the ball and we move but we got like no yards so that was that of
4: course you didn't course. get yards, and uh, like, are, are you going to get a like run look the ball at first look down? You're going to People run, are watching. This is great. You're
0: going to assume you're going to get look 10, at eighteen yards. I Mackie can't. looks like he I just can't. saw something awful.
3: I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I have, I I have yet to officially demand that Mike Zimmer be fired, and I don't think I'm going to do like a grandiose thing. It's not, it's not really what I I don't like to do that. But that comment disqualifies him from being a Super Bowl winning coach. If you're coaching from a place of fear at the end of halves, Uh you can't win a super like you cannot win a Super Bowl. Go watch the best teams, go watch the Buffalo Bills last night, go watch I mean the Chiefs have some major defensive issues right now, but offensively, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Packers, I mean the Chargers right now. Look at these teams. Look at how aggressive they are always, but especially in the last two to four minutes of halves. And you're coming out saying, well, we made a couple mistakes a couple games ago, and so we got to go into a conservative shell and just make sure that we're guarding against, as Jim Polev would say, guarding against misfortune. Dude, flush it. You got to be, you almost have to be like a major league closer. I gave up a bomb last night, so I'm just going to kind of nibble on the out dude no throw a fastball over the plate like for as big of a game as mike zimmer talks right he's such a tough guy i shouldn't have to explain this to you i'm such i i'm a bill parcells no nonsense tough guy he is one of the most cowardly coaches in the nfl when it comes to late half
0: dude put your foot on the gas it's the lions bro what are you doing (laughs) and you've got whether you like him or not, you've got a quarterback that's among the highest paid against the cap in the entire league. You've got yeah, Justin Jefferson, who's on a huge. I, I also saw a quote today. So, so this is where Kirk and Mike dovetail, and it drives me crazy because it doesn't fit today's game. Kirk gave a quote that basically said, "Well, they were doubling Justin and clouding him quite a bit, and so that that he said there were there were pla- there were calls first option Jefferson." Hand off to Madison because they were clouding Justin, and at times I just I or not not at times there were a lot of times that he wasn't an option, is what he said. He wasn't an option,
3: dude. Yeah. The, oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw it. The Lions are actually the first team in NFL history yeah. to adjust at halftime and put cloud or bracket coverage yes, or over the top safety help a receiver. And yes. It's tough because when a defense decides to do that, it's checkmate. You just you can't throw that player anymore. But these yeah. two guys, but but these two, guys- I don't expect Justin. Now here's the problem. Now. The tapes out on how you guard Justin Jefferson, so I don't even see him getting any targets going forward because teams are just gonna, you know, they're gonna put a second guy on him. Mike and so I don't Kirk, know. I don't I know what you're supposed to do. What do you want us to do? Mike and Kirk,
0: for as different as they are, are like the same guy when it comes to the conservative nature of how to play football. Like somebody has to say, the quarterback or, or coach has to say, "We're ripping the Band-Aid off." You're playing Detroit. Justin Jefferson's on a five catch, what one hundred and four yard first half. We are, we are. He's not out of the game. And by the way, he was also very well covered on that first big pass play down the sideline, where he made a great catch. And Kirk put just enough air beneath the ball. And now you're telling me, oh, that's no, that play's done. Yeah. Can you imagine Randy dude, I... Moss's reaction to, to being told, "Oh, you're you're out of the game, Randy. Sorry, dude." Dude, it's infuriating
3: to hear that quote. It is it's it's almost like how do you overcome that level of conservative thinking and expect to win a Super Bowl? Contend, go deep in the playoffs. You're going to beat the Buccaneers, you're going to beat Pat Mahomes, you're going to beat the Buffalo Bills. I mean like those are the teams, the Green Bay Packers. You're going to you're going to beat those teams by giving away a possession at the end of the first half with two timeouts and 40 seconds because well, I mean yeah, we had a, uh, Amir Abdullah stepped out of bounds a couple weeks ago. Right, We fumbled right. that it. one time. That's it. Who cares? I don't, like, get over the fear of making a mistake. You guys have permission to throw some picks. You can throw some interceptions. You can fumble once in a while. Just stay aggressive because the top end of it's going to result in more points, better possessions, et cetera.
0: They're so afraid. It's as if when opponents defensively, Show the Vikings a too deep look. The Vikings are like, and Kirk and Clint and Mike are like, well, passing's done for the day. Yeah. Dude. We're not going down the field now. Too oh, deep oh from the Detroit deep. Lions. Too deep. Mm. Uh, I, I think you're next. Yeah, I'm, I'm next. There's
3: uh, like smoke outside my window
2: right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, so I, I saw top you top looking outside. You.
3: Is,
2: is uh, your
0: Michelle. house burning down? Is something going on there? I just want to make sure my house isn't you know, on fire. Yeah. Although like, because the, the fire, alarm fire alarm at situations. US Bank Stadium first yeah. quarter went off. What I loved was, in very Declan golf like fashion, they shut her off. I'll be right back. And I did say, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Declan, I did say... I'm sitting by Courtney and Collar and yep. I said, do not stop this game. No. Like I was very golf like. I, I said, do mm. not stop because at first it, it, it was after a play. I thought when I and heard it sounded it on T- like Game Ops. And when
4: I thought when I heard it on TV, I heard, oh, they they got a new siren thing yep, going. That's I've been to what the games, I, like, yep. I was like, Oh, that's new. <laughs> I was like, that's a new <laughs> interesting thing. And I almost even tweeted, like, Oh, they they're playing sirens now at US Bank Stadium. Yep. No, that was a legitimate alarm. And then alarm. we
0: heard the announcement, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> evacuate the no. building. I'm like, don't stop no, you, the you football pulled, game. I, I had the same thing happen in my
4: apartment two Fridays ago. I said, nope, I, we are not moving. I am not moving from this bed. No chance I'm moving. Zero chance. <laughs> I will be burnt to the ground before that happens.
3: Phil, update. You all right? Uh, the house is not on fire. Go ahead. but if you ever think you might have an issue with fire prevention, Federated uh-huh. Insurance is here to help you as a business a owner.
0: Long way to go for the sale. I like it.
3: Fed- <laughs> I admire this. It's ran up three flights of steps. Uh, federated, <laughs> Federated is uh, is all about making sure that your company is protected against risks, including fires, your employees, your bottom line. Find out more about the work Federated does for over a hundred years at Federated Insurance. .com. And remember, at
0: Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right. Statement two from me. The Vikings' failure to start and play first-round pick Christian Derrissaw more at left tackle was idiotic. If Christian Darrisaw can start, <laughs> Christian Derrissaw needs to play. Um, and this rotation that they decided with Rashad Hill was ridiculous. And let me tell you why I think it's folly that the Vikings are going to fall back on. This is a good plan. This is a Anthony Barr started for the first time since week two of 2020 yesterday and did not miss a snap. Okay, which is fine. If he is set to play, he should play too. But the fact of the matter is you're telling me that you are going to ease Christian Derrissaw, your first round pick, who, by the way, should have started if he hadn't been hurt day one. You're going to ease him in and let him learn behind the tutelage of Rashad Hill? Like, that's really the plan here? Rashad Hill was put back in the game early in the second half yesterday and immediately got trucked. Um, Christian Derrissaw, if he can play, play him. Rashad Hill's a backup.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I think like, once they put Derrissaw in the game, I don't really understand this rotation. Like, their plan was to rotate those guys and mix them in. Ease them in, I, I get think it. Their... He hasn't... He he didn't play any preseason. He didn't play, you know, you didn't practice. So I I get like, well, you know, maybe we should just give him 28 snaps instead of 60 snaps. And all right. So now that we've got that out of the way, he should just be your starting left tackle for every snap this weekend against Carolina. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no reason. Uh, Daris saw 28 snaps, zero pressures allowed, according to Pro Football Focus. Nice. His pass blocking grade was still pretty weak. So he got pushed around a little bit. but. None that resulted in an official pressure. Yep. Um, Rashad Hill had two pressures allowed. One was a sack. Another one was a hurry. And the sack was bad. Yep. Well, actually, maybe it was the hurry that was bad or the hit. One of them, he got, literally just got shoved on his back. The sack. And then he, he they got it, shoved uh, down resulted on his sack. In a You're sack. correct. Okay.
4: So, all right. Declan. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go another one here. Uh, but it's more Dan Campbell and Detroit Lions inspired. My statement is continue to go for the throat. Dan Campbell's decision to go for two points and go for the win yesterday, I thought was amazing. Now, I don't want to be a Zach Taylor and going for fourth downs when you're like pinned to deep in your own territory and it's not a Madden game, so there, there isn't really anything that's that's up for grabs necessarily or, or things that, that could really shipwreck your season. But the, the idea and mindset of going for two and going for the win, I love that. The Lions are zero and four, right? So they have nothing to really lose in this. So they did make the decision to go for two points and go for the win, not kick the extra point. Mike Zimmer kicks the extra point eight out of seven days a week in that situation. He never goes for two, even if the Vikings were Owen four. like, I love the decision and mindset by Dan Campbell to go for two points. And I want other teams to have that mindset instead of playing for the ties. Then you go to overtime and more kickers, miss field goals, just like in the Bengals and Packers games. Dan Campbell's decision to go for two points. I love it. Continue to do that, NFL. Let's let's start getting more in the mindset of going for wins. I love it.
3: What did you guys think when you saw Dan Campbell crying, wiping away tears at his post-game press conference?
2: You think you like football? Well, Dan Campbell doesn't just like football. He loves football. No, you just... When you see your players give all that they have and, uh, and you lose that way, it's tough. You know, you don't want that for them.
0: Oh, my God. I think it's – I think it's – Oh, my God. It strikes oh God. me as very sincere, but, dude – yeah, it's a long season. You play a ton of games and I know it's tough, but this ain't college. I wouldn't be Dude, crying. Him, him and Urban That's Meyer too much are for are both shedding tears. But if I'm a player for month. him, I, I know that there's a lot of people who, who are going to say, well, the players will try harder now because he cried for them and stuff. I don't really want my coach crying. Like if we lose a Super Bowl, I'll consider that one. Or let's okay. say we lose in a brutal okay, playoff game. Dugan. Okay, Jimmy But has. I don't want I don't want no I don't want I'm, my coach like crying it. after I like to go it. to 0 and Five. I don't cry.
3: It. I love it. I think uh, it's awesome, man.
0: Pull it together. I, be stri- I think more of straight.
3: Dan Campbell. I think more of Dan Campbell going for two and then crying after the game than I did twenty four hours ago. I think higher of Dan Campbell now than I did twenty four.
0: Yeah, but the problem ago. with that is He's still Dan Campbell. But he's so but but, but but the word that you use, Phil, is perfect. Higher. He's high. He's low. He's high. He's low. He wants to bite kneecaps off. Now he's going to cry. <laughs> this. I. I need more consistency. I think. There. You know, I think he's always just high. I think he's just always. Passion. Then, I like passion. But it's a, It's your fifth loss against the Vikings. In, and by. By the way, hell of a comeback. So anyway, I'm not crying in that situation.
3: I think you got outvoted. Declan and I are No, you guys win. Okay I'm just telling you, I'm tears. making my... Yeah, you I'm gotta, tears I'm, are fine. You've got to have yourself a tears cry are, Tears
0: are fine, but let's... You know what? Two things that we learn, guys, on Sunday from Sports Dad here. One is c- celebrate according to the situation, not what you think the situation should be. And two is hold the tears for when it really matters. Okay, weekend.
3: We'll save your well, tears okay. for another day. Yeah, got it.
0: When, but, when does
3: it really matter ever for the Lions? Like, when has it mattered? Well, that's the thing ever. is, you should never for cry.
0: The Detroit Lions coach should never cry. It just never really matters. It's an good robot. No, you just go in and say, hey, hell of a comeback, right? How about that Jared Goff? <laughs> right. Sorry,
3: sorry, sorry, We can't all be as stoic emotionally. As I am a very daddy, emotional okay.
0: person, but know the situation. <laughs> That's not the situation to cry. And Kirk should not have punched his coach in the chest about a win that they barely eked out. Okay, we learned lessons. Kirk, Sports yeah. dad here. We've learned lessons.
3: Kirk's hilarious, man. Just yo, he almost put Mike Zimmer into cardiac arrest.
1: Yes, I like that. you like right. that? I like
3: that. Uh, perhaps some bonus statements later, but uh, let's uh, let's get get to our guy number one by speaking of riding the roller coaster <laughs> of emotions I am God, curious to see where our guy Randy and Cottage Go falls on this Monday here Mackie and Judd
4: this holiday whether you're making a baker's simple truth turkey for 40 or a Murray's baked brie for 2 bakers has fast
2: fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together
3: to create memories that last bakers fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of
1: $35 or more restrictions may apply
3: Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More
0: Save One Dollar Each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. You got to look at each individual possession of why did we get stopped, um, and it's a combination of things. It's never any one thing, so there'll be a lot to correct, and uh, that's what you know tomorrow and early this week will be all about.
3: I feel like Kirk has become a master at that exact answer. After every game, right? (laughs) Just listen, there's just a lot of things to look at. It's never any one thing. Just uh, a lot of things to get better at. Easily correctable. No, that was the Christian Ponder line. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay. Easily correctable. Um, And, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to stop giving my coach a heart attack. You like that? You like that? As the game ends here. Mackie and Judd, daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. And Randy in Cottage Grove is the most passionate Vikings fan (laughs) we know. He has correctly given us two Vikings first-round picks in the last three years, and when the Vikings win, we look forward to the weekly stud stable. Randy in Cottage Grove, how did that game land with you yesterday?
2: It was great. Uh, just a tough, like a like a hard fought, um, hard nosed win is what that is. That's what they, you know, they needed to do that a couple of times hmm. earlier in the season, and you're looking at a. Pretty good team right now. You're looking at a at a you know at a four four and one, three and two kind of a squad. But we're we're climbing back, and that that was a good hard hard fought team win, kind of a team win. How about the
0: blown it's lead there uh, late, where they almost gave the entire game up in like a two minute span? That wasn't great to me, Randy. What do you think of that?
2: Well, these guys these guys are NFL uh, players. I don't know if you you're aware of that they all mm. all the guys on both sides of the both sides of the line of scrimmage collect paychecks uh, from NFL franchises, so they're they're they're, they're quality, they're 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 top tier talent. All these guys and and mm-hmm. uh, they they all they care. Okay, so uh, we we uh, yeah we got punching them out a little bit, but but we came back and 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 Kirk did what he had to do. And it is a quality. That's a signature win. Is what that was.
3: I don't know if I go signature win. I don't know if I. I feel I just I just want to make sure that you know we pride ourselves on being honest and transparent on mm-hmm. this show. And I just I don't know if your comments here are reflective of maybe how you felt yesterday during the game. I don't know when uh you tweeted 19 put, yeah. hours ago, you said "Fire Zinn on Twitter during the game. So at one at one point you wanted the head coach fired from the Minnesota Vikings. I just it seems like you seems like you've come a long way since okay
2: just the heat of the moment uh is what that what that was it was a, a little a little bit of yag a little bit a little bit a little we we're all amped up and 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 i it for a minute it it it, it, it didn't look good it was dark uh for for, for a minute but uh it, zim is a zim's a tough guy and he's got he turned it around. Okay? he turned it around are you okay
0: you're breathing heavily yeah, right now. there
3: What's wrong? Are you having Are you having a heart attack right now?
2: I had a lot of respect for what Dan Campbell did. To be honest, was he choked up? I'm sorry. What? I I have a lot of respect for Dan Campbell and Dan what he Cam- did.
0: Randy, what's wrong? He's choking.
2: Put his team in a position to had the stones to go for two. I I really had a lot of respect for that. He's he's a tough customer. Are you Are you crying? Are you getting tonight? emotional right now? I kind of I I wanted I I I kind of wanted us to lose whoa. I don't know how to say it whoa it I don't think you, I, like I don't, I
3: don't I don't think you've ever said that before I feel like you've been coming on what? our show this is I feel like this is kind of a you wanted the Vikings to lose at one when, point during
2: yesterday's game when I saw Dan when we all of us there we we, we started cussing at the TV and saying, he's gonna go over two he's a bozo and he did it he, he pulled it off and that's the kind of faith he has in his player, players. And Zip, Justin Jefferson was tearing up, tearing him up in the first half, but he had 100 yards plus. And then you go away from it completely. What kind, of a, what kind of faith does that show in your squad? And then Campbell, he puts his nuts, puts the whole thing on the chopping block and says, go ahead and cut him off if you want. And they don't. He, they got the two and they... They should have won the game.
1: Are you okay, Randy? If 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 you if, if you if you, if you worried, had product. the
3: option today to swap Mike Zimmer for Dan Campbell, who would you want coaching the Minnesota Vikings?
2: <laughs> I, I I can't answer that. But maybe Campbell. I don't know. He he believes in his squad. He's got faith in his team. <sighs> It's a stud stable, Dan but it's not, a, it's not a happy Dan Campbell doesn't just like one, football. Dan Campbell loves football. Yeah. It's not a happy stable. Stubbs. It's not a happy stable.
0: So it's not a good win. Like we, we've now come to the point where you're going to acknowledge that was not a hard fought good win, Randy.
2: Do the do the music so I can do the stable. Oh, sure. I, are you gonna? On. Are you
0: sure we you don't, don't do, it, We don't, don't have to do this. Man. We don't have man, to. So man. I, would like,
2: I, 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 I would I, like I, I, to is, hear is, it. You do what you got to do. This it technically is a win, you got to do the yeah. stable. Play the
3: stupid. All stuff. right. This is this is Randy <laughs> and Cottage Groves Week Five Stud Stable, an emotional version of the Stud Stable here.
2: Apparently. Uh, this is week five against the Lions. Probably should have been a duds stable this time. The other two should have been studs. Nothing makes sense anymore. But here's here's some studs. I don't know, Justin Jefferson. I guess he's a stud. It's uh, pretty Kirk, good. It's a pretty good player. Kirk Cousins, sure. Whatever. He's a stud. Uh, Anthony Barr, finally pulled your pants up and played football. Good job, you're a stud, I true. guess. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. Pick another guy here. This, 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 Tyler Conklin, sure. Good job, you're a stud. Uh, uh, Eric Kendricks, you're a stud, I guess. This is tough. And Mike Zimmer, you're bozo, but I guess you won, so technically you're a stud. Uh, Dan Campbell, <laughs> I love you.
4: Randy,
0: he's gone. It's over. <laughs> didn't even get to Greg Joseph. I didn't. Re-
3: I didn't realize Dan Campbell uh, could get grown men up in their feels like that.
0: Well, he was trying to put on a I
3: mean, brave I, face to I, start with.
4: I, I said I respected and loved the decision. Yeah, um, you weren't. Crying, uh, I wasn't. Dude, choked I, up if, over if, it.
3: if I was a player in that locker room, I would be ready to go to war for Dan Campbell after he called for that two point conversion. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd be I'm, like, pull I'm with Randy. Together, I'm that coach,
0: from. pull yourself together.
3: I mean, I'm ready. You, you just show me the brick wall that I need to run through after mm. Dan Campbell yeah. got up there and cried. He cried yeah. for his team. When has Mike Zimmer ever cried for his team? I don't want Zimmer podium? crying.
4: Oh, and Teddy's leg exploded. No, he, all right, that's true. He just canceled practice that day. true. He got, he got a little choked up. Well, yeah, he got choked he got up because he saw a man's he leg in two to like his his a toothpick. Wife dying, well, like his it, man, was, the he,
0: man's he, leg snapped in two. I'm not saying that I wouldn't cry about. A horrific injury or a death. I'm saying I wouldn't cry about a football game that I lost if I was Detroit Lions coach.
3: Okay, but Randy's so you're, very upset. Jed, I have a, a two part question. Yeah. Part one is: Are you out on Mike Zimmer at this point? Like, are you pretty pretty much you know, out? I'm I'm pretty much out. On I
0: I think that I think the fairest way to put it is I really think that it's run its course. I yep. I think that the league doesn't mean changed? it was an epic failure. No, doesn't might... mean, yep. and you know what? He could still be a very successful coordinator but i just think as far as head coaching goes i think it's run its course here and and look there's nothing wrong with that everybody i mean almost every head coach not named belichick probably has a shelf life we've talked about this you know going back to the first day that we started the show together phil so yeah it doesn't mean he's bad it doesn't mean he's terrible but when i hear his philosophies now and i you know it gets harder and harder as well i think at times because People tune you out. Things change. So I'm not saying fire him today. I might have been if they lost to Detroit, but it's run its course. I think that's a very fair way to put it.
3: I agree. Yeah, I, th- I don't think it, it doesn't need to mean that he's an epic failure. You know, he's going to wind up with one of the better records in Vikings head coaching history percentage wise. You know, Bud Grant is still number one, two, three. Uh, Denny Green. He's kind of Denny Green, right? He went to an NFC championship game. Actually, Denny went to two of them. Um, Danny had the best offense one year, Zimmer had the best defense one year. Pretty pretty similar, always competitive, good, always 500. So we all agree that we're kind of kind of out on Mike Zimmer. So here's part 2 to my question. You only get one other option. You so you can you can keep Mike Zimmer for 3 more years. Or you get Dan Campbell for
0: 3 years. Oh yeah, I'm keeping Mike. I'm not getting Dan Campbell. I'm not touching him. As a head coach, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. As
4: as
3: currently
0: constructed.
3: No way. You'd have a much better roster than the Lions have.
0: The Lions don't have nearly the the high-end talent that the Vikings have. That act, that highs and lows act of constantly the the emotional tightrope that Dan Campbell walks is a college act. It's not going to work in the pros long. No way.
3: But don't you think with a better roster that he could get a a a year-and-a-half jolt could he get a year-and-a-half jolt out of a better roster than Mike Zimmer is getting right now? No. No. Because I think Mike Zimmer is actively dragging down roster. Yeah, and I think a Dan Campbell would, too.
0: So I, I would stay status okay, quo. I it. mean, if you're giving me a, the choice of a guy who wants to bite <laughs> kneecaps off, I mean, his whole act is a college act. Like, that is a Division One college coach.
3: Yeah, I don't even know how well it would. Like, I think in. I think you'd alienate some college players.
0: Oh, sure you would. But I just think it's got a better chance to work in college. Pros are grown men who get paid a ton. Eventually, like the crying thing is is a card to play. But he played it after a week five loss to go to so he didn't what, it
3: wasn't a he didn't play so a
0: card what, Judd he so was what emo, happened? he was genuinely emotional Right but I'm saying he it, didn't like he didn't get that, up there and say he you got he see didn't like a card. cut an
3: onion in but half But you got to see it as this. playing
0: a card because the next time he does, he card. does it the players are going to roll their eyes and be like here we go again coach is crying coach crying. coach <laughs> hanky <laughs> we got coach hanky you are, you have to see everything oh, in coaching and sports is some type of Manipulation in some way to get the most from your players, <laughs> and crying is something that you should control until it—it's going to be its most effective. And going to zero five is not the time to cry. The next time he cries, people are are going to be like, "Here he goes again, Coach Crye. There's Definitely nothing wrong with crying. I just three don't, years. Don't like Dan Campbell
4: or Mike Zimmer with this team. With this team as it's currently constructed, Zimmer. Um, okay. I'm if if bad. they. If it was a different situation if this roster was overhauled then I would I would go with Dan Campbell. If you moved on from Kirk Cousins this year and like for whatever reason Justin Jefferson revolts, okay, let's roll the dice with Dan Campbell cuz we're going to be bad for a while. But as currently uh, constructed I can't. Yeah, I
3: don't generally want Dan Campbell as my head coach, but I don't think it's fair to gauge With, with the Jaguars roster, the Lions roster they're going to lose a lot of games. So, but I just thought it was I thought it was uh Thought it was very, very genuine. You say manipulative. I say well, genuine. you've got to consider when cares you do it about his team well, and that Yeah,
0: much. that's but and you know what? If you cry behind closed doors, but when you bring it into a press conference, that's playing a card. If if you show it to your team, that's different, and that also has to be used carefully, judiciously. But when you bring it to the podium, that's playing a card. What should he have done? Just
3: walked off the podium? Should have said I'm proud. No, no,
0: no, no. The, the, no, the tears no, are welling no, up? No, he shouldn't have cried. He should have those said, I'm, tears like a man. I'm proud of my team. I mean, it's fine to get choked up a, a bit, but he was full on crying. I'm proud of my team. We are getting better every week. Uh, we played. We didn't play a great game, but we did enough to win on the road, and we didn't win, and we're going to clean those things up. But the Detroit Lions, the Detroit Lions will never quit. So you're saying
4: he also cried
0: too hard. I'm saying it's one thing. to be, Yes. Yes, he's full on crying. I don't want that. So if he just if there was just one, like, maybe a little, little tear, maybe like a no, little. No, your little, voice can crack like little, once or little, twice. Your voice is cracking so get, once or twice is fine. I'm saying God. he just went to Super Bowl cry card. We lost the Super Bowl. It was, that's what he went to. That was his week five reaction.
3: Honestly, a division game for the Lions, a road game for the Lions, is as close okay. to the Super Bowl as they're usually going to but get. But if he so cries again at the podium,
0: everybody's done. Like, it's not going to work again. Players aren't go- going to be like, next time I'll run through the wall again, and next time I'll run through the wall again. I just, No. I don't know. Maybe Mike Zimmer, in a,
3: maybe when Mike Zimmer's most important player is trying to show him, "Hey, I'm bonding with you. I'm excited about this victory." Maybe Mike Zimmer can ratchet, ratchet up the emotion once. Oh, in a, that's a whole other thing. Those uh, two bonus. need bonus
0: therapy, Phil. Those two need quarterback coach therapy together. Yeah.
3: All right. All right. Let's get to some bonus statements here, uh, Declan. Why don't you lead us off here with a, a bonus statement? Yeah,
4: I'll, I'll I'll stick with the with the Vikings. Um, my bonus statement is. Get to 500 and let's reassess. Let's get to 500 wow. and let's reassess things. All right, I'll go a You're little back. positive. You're back
3: you. on the bandwagon
4: right now. The Panthers are coming down to earth hard right now. And I don't buy that Carolina is back after they, or they're a new team after that hot 3-0 and start. They don't look like that team anymore. And if the Vikings can get to 3-3, and you go into the bye week. And by the way, after that bye week, it is going to be tough. Like you had, That's probably the toughest stretch of this season. There's still tough games remaining after those first five out of the bye week, but this is probably going to be the toughest stretch. So if you can get to three and three, then you get the Cowboys at home, <laughs> tough road game in Baltimore, <laughs> tough road game in, in, in with the Chargers. Wheels are off. Home game against the Packers, and then road game against the Niners. I mean, th- this is going to be a tough stretch, but let's get to 500. Let's hopefully win, you know, Four of those games, three or four of those games, and you get in December, and maybe we're sitting pretty. Maybe everything's going to be okay. Get to 500, and let's reassess things. That is my o- opening bonus statement. Another thing after the
3: bye week that's really interesting about the schedule is there's a lot of guys, basically your first three or four games, right out of the bye, you're going to find out just how good Kirk Cousins is. You know These MVP numbers he's been putting up, but the team hasn't been winning as many games, right? He's gonna to go toe to toe with Dak Prescott, with Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, who's just been absurd. Oh, so did you see that year. yesterday, dude? He is. How much his fun is that? His mobility. He's he's already one of the five or six best quarterbacks in the entire league. Like everyone talks about Mahomes, no, right. but no, he's like he's Pat Mahomes. He's right there. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers, so you get just a murderer's row of really good quarterbacks. Dak, Lamar, Herbert, Rodgers, all in the top six-ish, right? I mean, Brady's in there, wow. Mahomes, Kyler. So it's probably like of the top eight quarterbacks, yep. you got four of them in succession right out of the bye.
0: And now your secondary gets a huge test as well. Well, starting with Dallas or Carolina, are you saying? No uh, post buy with Dallas. Yeah. Like now you've got, you've got QBs who know who to pick on and have the authority to do it successfully. Like Jared Goff, you're like, yeah, it's Jared Goff. But And plus, I, I think his top two receivers got hurt, and they basically didn't have guys to throw to by the end of that game. But yeah, starting with Dallas, you now, Zim's defense is going to be in the crosshairs. So, yeah. you're right.
3: This was, bonus statement here, this was one of the great sports weekends of the entire calendar year so far. You had college football upsets and down to the wire games. The number one team in the country goes down. Great day. You had a great throwback heavyweight fight. The trilogy, fight number three between Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. Where both guys got knocked down at various points in the fight. Eleven rounds, just haymakers Wilder, in the last two
0: or three rounds. Geez, did he get knocked down? Ooh, that the end. The end of that fight was not pretty. It was fun to watch. Yeah, well pretty. they were
3: both exhausted Ooh. and they're just yep. like barely able to get their arms up. Uh and then for you know Major League Baseball playoffs for wrestling nerds, you had an independent promotion called GCW that put a death match on between oh. John Moxley <laughs> and Nick Gage where these guys are just God, bloody dude. messes. And then you had the Wolves with a great comeback win over the Nuggets as well on wow. Friday. Oh yeah, I
4: didn't dip into, great into that one. Sports but, weekend. The Wild got spanked too in their preseason finale. But that's that's, that's, that's okay. Uh, but playoff the,
0: baseball, college injury, football, and pro football, and and the boxing match were all outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was that was uh, such a fun two or three days. So much fun. It's too bad the Twins can't be participants. Hey, I got one more statement.
3: Okay, okay. hold on, real quick. Yep. Uh, on the Twins note. So I saw, was it Declan or somebody? Someone sent this out on Twitter. Um, All eight teams in the division series round have now won a playoff game this year. So everyone has won a game in all of the series so far. Mm -hmm. So all
0: of those eight teams
3: have done something the Twins haven't been able to do in 18 attempts. That's not allowed. That's a
0: violation of the MLB code of conduct. God, it's amazing. All right, here's my final Statement going back to the Vikings. Bashad Breeland needs to go. All right. When you are so tone deaf and you are last in PFF's cornerback rankings, I believe he entered Sunday.
4: He popped up. He popped up to the third to last after to, okay. uh, this week's performance. He is now third to oh, last. Wow. I mean, not, but but he was number. last
0: going into Sunday. Go. 103 out of 103. And then you have a halfway... De- top one, he's top 100 now, it sounds like. Saying there's a chance. Halfway decent game, but you're not that good. Okay? You have a half... And, and you, by the way, in the fourth quarter, get completely trucked. He got trucked at one point. He fell backwards. It was embarrassing. And then you take to Twitter to put out a vulgar tweet which insults the fan base and essentially says, shut up, don't boo us, and enjoy the win. You're the guy doing that, Bashad Breland, and, and I don't know exactly who told him to delete his tweet quickly. If it was his family, his friends, or the team, perhaps an assistant coach or something, but he needs to go. Like, when you are this unaware of what's going on, you're not smart enough to play in this defense so Bashad Breeland Cam dasler should uh, be back from the COVID list this week he should start next week find another backup Bashad Breeland bye bye you don't belong on this team
4: after being ranked yeah, what's... Uh, number 103 out of 103 is yep. now 109 out of 112 out of qualified oh, okay. quarterbacks
0: so, so he's still
3: 109 okay. out so, of so, 112 some more guys came in and qualified for snap counts and he just, so he moved down, really. Excuse yep. me, I'm getting emotional now. Yeah, uh, Stop crying. Don't play that card but yet. Get rid of him. Dan Campbell. Just release <laughs> him. Come on. Uh, Judd, uh, give us one more bonus statement on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, that's right.
0: Oh, so th- this started last night with a Michelle Tafoya halftime rain delay report, or I should say lightning delay in Kansas City. And they were, I guess, we're they were giving the Bills players peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but the players didn't like them because they had too much Peanut butter, I believe? Anyway, long story short, this took to Twitter uh, like wildfire, and so I tweeted, hot take, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are the most overrated sandwich ever made. Mm -hmm. Really? Wow. And I got torched on Twitter. I got ratioed hard. I probably had two or three people say, like, stick to your guns, you're right. And other than that, it was a ratio of ratios. I I got a note that, that said, for a man who has... A lot of terrible takes. This is your worst take. Um, oh, I don't that's like them. That's, that's an honor. I said that's that. Crazy. I said, thank you very much. I tweeted back. Thank you. That's a really nice thing Sitting to say. If that's the case. But anyway. So
3: what, what What did we find out from Tafoya? What was the ratio?
0: She did so it was say clearly it, but like I don't 75 remember. or
3: 80 percent. I think it was 75 percent
0: peanut butter, but I'm not positive of that. But anyway, that's, a, that's too much. peanut. Butter. I don't touch those things. I don't like them. They get soggy. I got like all of, of these. Well, have you toasted it? And have you done this? And have you done that? Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly should just be a simple sandwich. If it was good, it's not good. It's garbage.
4: I, I feel like I really only ate it in college or if I was hard on cash. Grade school. Or grade school. Ugh. I probably have eaten less than five peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the mm. last three or four Phil's years. Good or in here.
3: Okay. pro Pro tip here. Okay. So Herbert and Gerbert subs. Yeah, great. Which you can find great place. there's there's a couple in and around, you know, Dickey Town, you know, right? right Free advertising. One in Roseville, I want to they say. Want a sponsor program. So And they are not paying me to say this, but they have a peanut butter and jelly <laughs> mm-hmm. sub. And oh, they cut the, oh, and cut the bread off the top. Yeah. Oh, it is so good. Gross. And here's another pro tip, all right? Sorry. So get two subs. So let's say you're hungry for a sub from Urban and Gerbert's. Get whatever one you're going to get. Like get the turkey sub or something and, and some soup for your lunch. And get a bonus peanut butter and jelly. Put it in the refrigerator, cool it off, and then eat it for a late night snack. Cold,
4: so good. You're welcome. I do love me an Uncrustable though. You Guys, know what Uncrustables are? Yeah, my mom did, did those occasionally for me. I don't know if I know what it, those it's are. a brand. and then again, if you guys if free advertising for Uncrustables, it's it's like it's just a circular yep. peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like in in a, in a bread, like and it looks like a bur- it honestly looks like an enclosed burger. Like it, it's it's delicious. It's really what, really good.
3: What, they they like just take the crust off the. It's just. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's just it's an. If you Google, it looks like a big hockey puck of, <laughs> hmm. but but white but of white bread of 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 peanut butter and jelly. It's delicious. It, it was a great snack. It
3: uh, I would say almond butter and jelly is almond more butter. Favorable almond butter. butter
0: wow. Very, yeah. Uh, well. Now. But now you're talking upper echelon. It's a little higher. Yeah. It's a little right, higher right. end. I, mean, I, I know. I stop the whole sweets
4: every once in a while. But that's that's a that's a whole other play. My that's, rule
0: butter and almond butter and jam. Really. My rule of Apricot thumb jam. is very simple. If it got packed in my lunch for grade school, I'm out. So like oh, a bologna what? sandwich is crap. Peanut oh, butter and jelly. So, yeah. Bologna
4: is the weakest meat of. No, I know, but I'm just sandwiches. saying. We do, we I have a bias. That,
0: I right. have a very big bias against anything that was in my lunch bag. Oh, that you're I, out on string cheese. Uh, string cheese is fine because it's complimentary. I it was, I'm, I'm saying the main. I'm saying the main course of, of a grade school lunch.
4: Below, so you're out on bologna. Oh, bologna's crap. I hate bologna. We now. should rank the sandwich meats. We should do that sometime in a, in a slower week. And I love that, the sandwich day. meats. Yeah, yeah. I'm not out on those. I love, I love this conversation. I have
0: very specific things that I'm out on. And bologna and peanut butter and jelly. See ya.
3: All right. Those are your uh, your statements and your bonus statements. And Randy in Cottage Grove, who. I hope he's okay. I he thought he was to having a guy. heart it's attack He's a big Dan first, though, Campbell so. guy,
0: man. Everybody's I thought he's sure. okay. Maybe
3: maybe he was, and he played it off like he was emotional over Dan Campbell. I don't hope know. Not? Vikings Vent Line yesterday, that was uh, a therapeutic session for people. You can check that out on the Purple Daily podcast feed, also on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. And uh, you can also hit us up on the Score North YouTube channel. Maybe some of you are watching us there right now. We appreciate all you guys. I think we're almost at 26,000 combined subscribers. So thank you guys for... Helping us. We've set new records month after month here. The first, uh, like, training camp into uh, October
1: here. We're off to a pretty good start, too. So thank you, guys. And we'll see you tomorrow. I'm Mackie Judd. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama.